Welcome to the Blessed Journey. My name is Adam Barillet. Join me as we venture back down the path into nature to discover her magic. Let's learn from the animals, heal with the plants, and feel the crystals. When the moon becomes full, let us gaze up to the stars and find our answers in the darkness. There are so many secrets that Mother Nature has for us. Let's go and find them together. Hello and welcome to The Blessed Journey for another week. And would you believe it, we're about to get to the end of another month. Yes, that's right, we're about to start March. Well, February is a little bit shorter, only being 28 days, but, you know... Time flies when you're having fun, and I hope you have been having fun. Now, one thing that I thought was quite interesting is, you know how we have all these up and down months, like some end in 28, some end in 30, some end in 31st? Guess what? Did you know that if you times 13 by 28, it equals 364, the same amount of days that we have in a regular year? Now, we've still got the leap year issue in between there, but can you imagine if we just had 13 months of 28 days? Guess what? If the Monday was the first, it would always be the first, every single month. And it would go exactly with the full moon. Wouldn't that be absolutely amazing? Anyway, I know there are some calendars, more ancient calendars. I think maybe the Aztec, don't quote me on that, calendar had that. But just a thought, you know, if you ever become ruler of the world, if you can introduce that, that would be really harmonious. Anyway, I digress. Let's look at what's going to be happening up in the heavens in March. Well, the good news is not too much. It's not going to be too epic this month. Um, We've got no major, major retrogrades, although there's one that I find quite impactful each month, which I'll talk to you about. Got a bit of a solar um, moment happening as well. But let's start off with our full moon for March. The full moon for March will happen on the 7th, and this is a full moon in Virgo. So Virgo is about balance and harmony and primarily health and well-being. This is when we look at our health. And often people go, well, I don't really need to worry about that. I'm pretty healthy. Yeah, we're all healthy, but can we up-level our health in one way or another? Can we get better sleep? Can we eat better? Can we cut down some of the toxins we're exposed to? Can we get more fresh air? Can we get more sunlight? Can we improve the amount of water we drink or the quality of the water that we drink? All these different things. There's always the ability, we may be healthy, but there's always the ability to improve and up-level. And just like each full moon, we think about one aspect of our lives and where we'd like to go with the next step of that. How can you go in the next step of your health? I guess if you keep doing what you've always been doing at this age, we know that as we get older, we get a little bit slower and a little bit creakier and different things like that. So we almost need to up-level our health to keep up with the decline of our physical body or to make sure that our physical body isn't declining in one way or another. So this is a really great time to stop and check in with what does your body need? Virgo is an earth sign. So actually stopping and being present with our physicality and being aware of our physicality because so much of the time we're being dominated by either our head or our heart and where that's at. And we actually don't realize that, oh, my shoulders hurt or oh, my knee keeps cracking or oh, that doesn't feel quite right. Or oh, there's a lump or a bump or something like that or a, a weird mark or a scar. All those different things. So this is a time to slow down, to stop, and to think about what could I do to up-level my health and ask the universe to help you. 
you may want to ask one of the healing angels, such as Angel Raphael, to align with you during Virgo. Or the angel of Virgo, which is Hamaliel, which is we talked about last week. The interesting thing, especially when working with angel, um, sorry, I should say archangel, you said proper title, Adam. Um, that when we're using archangel or aligning with archangel Raphael, is he is, remember, although he's the healer angel, he's also the guardian of the element of air. Now, how does the physical body and the element of air tie in? Well, we know when it comes to health, the state of the mind and the state of the body are interlinked and we're discovering that more and more and more. And so what help happens is Raphael helps us to realize that our mental state has an impact on our body. And maybe you just need to change sometimes some of the things that will impact our body is our mental state. And maybe that's what you want to focus on on the full moon. So the full moon is, of course, the time when the moon and the sun are directly opposite the earth. And so we have this perfect yin-yang balance. And so this is a really great time to create magic, to ask the universe to help you with something. So you may have, you may be feeling a bit lethargic recently. And you're like, I need to find an answer. The full moon is a great time to use the, um, ask the universe to help you find that answer, to lead you to an answer. You may be going, I just need to find a better, you know, a, a new yoga studio. I need to find time. I need to find the money for these type of things. You can manifest them around your health. But the real focus is how do I up-level my health? And we may do, um, you know, oh, probably on my social media and maybe in another podcast, we'll talk a little bit about that. And I know I have in the past. If you go scanning back through Full Moon in Virgo podcast, I'm pretty sure in the over 100 podcasts I've done, I did one about up-leveling your health. So that's what we do. A really beautiful thing to do as well is to, you know, either program a crystal, and I'll talk about the crystal I've chosen in a second, or even programming seeds. I really love programming seeds on the Earth sign full moon. So that's when the full moon is in Virgo or Taurus or Capricorn. So what you do is you hold the seed in the hand that you write with, and you send that intention in there, that intention of you being healthy. And these seeds actually could be some... Um, microgreens or something that you can actually eat and you send your intention into there and then obviously plant them in the soil and then what you want to do is you obviously want to water them and nurture them and as they come to fruition they also bring out and amplify the energy that you filled within them this can be really powerful not only in that magical kind of way but if you eat them if it's something you can eat then you're bringing that energy back within you after it's kind of come to fruition so you bring that fruition of my desire in those seeds energy into your body but it's also a really great spiritual test why i say that is because if you plant your seeds and then you water them once and you forget about them and they die or they never even germinate what's that telling you about your goals oh i've just been too busy why are your goals not coming to fruition why are you finding dissatisfaction with your life are you out of control in your life um, a lot of people, you know, we've been talking about this recently um, on some of my other social media platforms of, you know, we start our day with something beeping on our bedside table. And then we look at some numbers on it and that tells us where we need to be at what certain times. And then throughout the day, our phone is beeping and our emails are dinging, telling us different things to give our attention to, as well as other people asking, making requests and that type of thing. And we get to the end of the day where we actually haven't checked in with ourselves of what do we want? What do we want to do? And we can feel exhausted and deflated 
and you know that we're not living our lives and it's because we hand over control to outward guidance systems such as our phone and other notifications and other people and so we were talking about and i've been talking about um stopping in the first thing in the morning and deciding what essential oil to put in your diffuser deciding what crystal to wear that day based on what you need and the more you can come back into listening to your own guidance system to make sure that you are living your life not living the life that other things are telling you to live give that a shot so the crystal that i have chosen for this full moon in virgo is scholosite now scholosite um if you haven't seen it before jump on google and just google pictures of natural scholosite it looks like a firework going off it's got these sprays it's a white crystal it's very very relaxing very very blissful and to me to be honest with you it really is about the breath it tells us to come back to our breath and when we come back to our breath we check come back to our body and we listen to what our body needs and as we breathe deeper it really really helps us to relax the body because think about when you're angry when you're sad when you're anxious when you're um, angry what happens to your breathing it shortens and so scholosite is all about bringing this real divine angelic peace and some deep breaths in we know how good we feel when we just take a few moments to take some deep breaths and that's exactly what scholosite encourages you to do and then helps connect you to the heavens and channel down that full moon energy for your intentions as well the essential oil that i've chosen is yarrow essential oil now yarrow is a white flower essential oil so any plant that has a white flower and especially when the oil comes from the white flowering tops is very much connected to the moon in the east yarrow is seen as being the oil that has the most um balance between yin and yang so it's got this really beautiful healing energy of the full moon the other beautiful thing about yarrow is it has this purging what holds us back and allowing us to come into this state of grace and peacefulness and so as you work with yarrow you'll find this harmony comes back that which doesn't serve you will just drop away and you'll fight when we're in that kind of equilibrium of masculine and feminine energy that yarrow brings into us in a peaceful state it allows us to manifest more the beautiful thing yarrow essential oil when it's um distilled something called shemazuline um forms in it and it's rich blue color forms and so when you get this oil out you'll see it's a rich blue color and you can anoint it on your third eye chakra beautiful for the full moon and listening to the guidance of the full moon as well so grab your scholosite grab your yarrow work with them over the full moon in virgo and that will be happening um on the 7th of march so um very very soon that's going to be our first astrological event of the march calendar so the next astrological event that will be happening is on the 18th of March. And this is the retrograde of an asteroid. It is Psyche. Now, Psyche, when you hear that, it sounds like psychological or psychology. Yes, that's where, you know, the root name of this is all shared together. So it is to do with the mind. Now, Psyche is an interesting character who basically, she was a beautiful girl who couldn't find a husband. The king got worried about her. So in the end, she was whisked off to this far off land and she had a mystery husband who would come to her by night and she wasn't allowed to turn the lights on to see who he is. And they'd have wild, passionate um, sex and make love all night, but then he'd be gone in the morning. And so she never got to see him. And eventually when her sisters came to visit her, they put paranoia and, you know, oh, he's probably a monster, he's probably evil, he's probably going to eat you one day and all that kind of thing. She didn't trust her love. She um, basically started to doubt it due to the, what her, the seeds her sister planted. 
And so one night she lit a lantern, the wax fell on her husband, when she realised that her husband was actually Eros, the god of love, and a gorgeous god. Um, he was upset that she had broke the oath, and she had to do a lot of work to get him back kind of thing. So what Saki actually is about, so we think of Venus as being this planet of love, but Saki is, well, whereas Venus is very, in a way, a bit shallow, Psyche is really deep. She's about soulmates and what we would do in order to, um, to, to would we even, what would we do to, for, for the greatest love of our lives type of thing? What would you die for? Almost type of thing. And if you read, if you just Google Eros and Psyche uh, myth and have a read, there's lots of different versions, but just any of them will do, you'll really get this beautiful way of how through coming from a, being a beautiful young girl and through love and relationships and the trials and tribulations of love, she became a fully realized woman. And how, you know, there are so many things we can learn from other people in our lives. But there is, as you know, in a romantic relationship, there are things that you experience that you won't experience with anyone else. Not your parents, not your children, not your best friends, anything like that. And so this is very much about dealing with our soul's desire for love, what the soul actually wants out of romantic love and love relationships, um, and teaches us, you know, that through love, we learn what we want in love, how we want to be loved, what we need, who we are. Um, we, we, you know, self-doubt will come up, self-worth will come up, paranoia and all these challenges that can sabotage relationships, sabotage relationships with ourselves. Psyche is very much all about kind of facing our fears and our shadows and confronting the ordeals and challenges of love and in life. And when you do that, then your romantic relationships can flourish once you have done the work in that way. She is so great at helping us learn how to love and how to trust ourselves and in turn love those who care for us as well. So when she goes into retrograde, it can be really quite interesting of what can happen. So sometimes um, what happens is you may find because she's taken her helping you to really get into that soul level, you may find that if you are in a romantic relationship, you and your lover um, may feel there may be some type of separation in a way. Um, you may kind of draw apart from each other. You may feel that your partner says something that betrays you or hurts you, and it leaves you questioning the relationship. So from March 18, it'll be a lot of questioning relationships. Um, and this can turn into tension or arguments and different things like that. What this is meant to do is this is meant to give you that chance to question, okay, is this the right relationship for my soul? Is this my soulmate? Or is there something else that I actually want from a soulmate? And what happens if I never get that? because I'm with the wrong person. So all these challenges come up. Now that's not to say that we all break up with the current partner we're with because we realize it's not good enough, but it's just that re-evaluation. It's that not taking it for granted. So when things get tricky, you either get your way through it or don't get your way through it. And when you look at the myth of Psyche, she basically risked her life for love. Would you risk your life for this love? And if not, if there's something better out there, what are you doing? So, you know, if you're single, what you may find is that, um, you know, there may be a lack of authentic potential partners around you and events may actually occur that have you wondering, you know, if, if you're actually looking for the right thing. Maybe you might have been going on a couple of dates, but the people that you've been going on dates with are a bit younger than you. You're like, oh, actually, maybe they're just all immature and not ready to settle down like I am in that type of way. So you can also, all of us can actually use this time to analyze um, what we 
our other passions in life, what our loves when it comes to hobbies and pastimes and other things like that. So this is a really great time to check in and to go, right, what do I, what, what does my soul crave and what do I need and how can I submerge myself in my passions? This is why we lean into Kunzite as the crystal here. Kunzite is, in my opinion, the highest vibration of all the pink crystals. Rose quartz is good, it's soft, it's gentle, it's loving in that, and that's great if you kind of want a good friend or if you want to forgive yourself. But if you want to form a lifelong relationship with someone that's really strong, then lean into Kunzite. It helps to cement and strengthen and develop lifelong relationships. So that may be with you and your parents, with you and your children, with you and your siblings, or it could be with a friend, or it could be with a lover. So Kunza is not something you give to your first, you know, give to your 12-year-old when they want to attract their first partner at, at school. No, unless you want that partner to be around forever. Definitely not. This really helps you to go, okay, let's get clear on what I truly need out of love. And if you're like, oh, no, I've, you know, I'm single now, you know, I, I divorced my last partner or maybe your partner passed away or that type of thing. And you're like, no, I'll just, I'm content as I am now. Well, maybe Psyche Retrograde will kind of offer some promptings to go, why not get back in the game? Why not? You know, you've got this period on earth. If you're really interested in developing and growing as a person, you know that the greatest lessons come from a lover that can't come from someone else. And Kunzak will support you really beautifully in that as well now the essential oil that works really well with psyche is pink pepper and pink pepper is a, a really great heart chakra oil that works with discernment helping you to get clear on what you want in love what you'll put up with in love and what you don't want in love it's not about uh, you know it's about working out how to compromise without sacrificing what's truly important to you as well the other thing is pink pepper. It's a really great oil for anti-cancer. And, you know, that's what it's used for physically and metaphysically. It's used to help get rid of the things that fester within us that can cause and manifest into the physical and could even cause cancers. So pink pepper is really good for those who like to try and keep the peace, who don't want to rock the boat, who don't want to upset the children and don't express how they actually feel. If you cannot express how you feel to the person you're living with, who's meant to be your most intimate, close connection. And that can be quite lonely. And Pink Pepper helps us to realize that it's okay to have conflict. It doesn't mean we have to have arguments. And it allows those that normally keep quiet to keep the peace to speak up. Because if you have something within you, an energy, an emotion, a feeling, a thought, if you repress that rather than finding somewhere or somehow to express that, then that will fester within you. And that can fester into physical manifestations. So working with Kunzite and Pink Pepper around the 18th of March, I'll have more posts up about Psyche Retrograde, do some reading about Psyche, really get in. And, and I always find it's a smaller asteroid, but I always talk about it because I don't know if it's just me personally, but it always impacts me in a dramatic way, sometimes more so than some of the larger planets and asteroids. It always does something to my relationships. And I remember, I think it was one or two years ago, um, in the car, and everything was seemed to go, be going fine. And it was about three days into Psyche retrograde. So remember when a planet goes into retrograde and out of retrograde are the, the hairiest times. It's not just on that day. I said to my partner, um, 
do you know what? It's been sucky retrograde this week, and we haven't normally, you know, normally when that happens, we kind of get at each other's throats a little bit or agitate each other. Um, but I think we've been going okay. And I don't know how, how I said it, but I'm communicated in a way that they got pissed off at me and it ended up in an argument. <laughs> so it all been going well until I brought it up. Anyway, that's Psyche Retrograde happening on the 18th of March. Moving on now, a couple of days later, we have a solar festival. We actually have an equinox. So let's go down south. That's where I'm going. I'm actually getting on a plane tonight, flying back to Australia for um, March and April. So if you're listening to this and you're in Brisbane on the Sunday, please come along to the Mind Body Spirit Festival. Um, and then I'll be in Perth for two months, back in the trees and um, with my cat and all that kind of thing. So really looking forward to that. So, And then back to Bahrain um, after a short stint in Lisbon. I'm going to Lisbon soon for the doTERRA EU um, convention, and I'm spending a week in Holland as well. And then I'll be in Romania and Bulgaria in July and Utah in September. I'm going to be busy. But if you're around those times, lots of presentations and lots of um, I'm doing lots of talks and um, lessons and seminars and things like that, make sure you subscribe to my newsletter at adambarillet.com and you'll be in the full loop there. Okay. So on the 20th of March, that is when the sun will be, or the earth will be equal, the equator and the sun will line up. And so we are going into the colder half of the year in the Southern Hemisphere. We're going from a period of action into a period of introspection. So, you know, the main kind of thing I think of around Mabon, which is the autumn equinox, another name for the autumn equinox, is this is a time of, I, it's so symbolic, and I know we don't have a lot of deciduous trees in the Southern Hemisphere, but the tree letting go of its leaves is very much the basis of this. So what do we do during Mabon? We, it's about, this is the second harvest, it's about letting go, it's about calming down, it's about simplifying. Those are kind of the themes. So, you know, some beautiful things to do are get outside and walk around your neighborhood. It's going to start getting colder. Um, you're going to see some deciduous trees dropping their leaves. Animals, they'll be kind of starting to, you know, um, slow down a little bit. Those that migrate will migrate away. Um, all that type of thing. Even collecting some dry leaves, some seed pods and decorating the space with that can be really great. Now, if you want to also create a kind of atmosphere, essential oils that are kind of the essence or capture the essence of Mabon or traditional ones, acacia, clove, eucalyptus, cedarwood, nutmeg, cinnamon bark, hyssop, caraway, frankincense, and myrrh. This is also a really great time because you're all kind of going into that introspective hibernation time. This is a time to spring clean or autumn clean your life. So you want to declutter your home. You want to cut excessive expenses and decide what tasks and people are you know, no longer fit or are no longer beneficial influence in your life and take time to reduce this. This will be really great. Psyche will help us realize this as well. A really beautiful thing to do at sunset on Mabon on the 20th is take a black crystal. Jet is my favorite one. And hold it in your projective hand. And focus on filling the crystal with any sorrow, any regret, resentment, feelings of failure, or anything else you want to let go of. And then as the sun sets on the horizon, you can cast the crystal into the water or bury it in the earth. And what I love to do is I even project some of that energy into the sun and just watch the sun literally go over the horizon and take my worries with it. And then obviously when the sun rises the next day, it's a brand new sun. This is also a time of reconciliation. So if there's anyone that you've had a disagreement with in the last year, send them flowers, do what you need to do to kind of, you know, make peace in that way. The reason being is you're about to go into the spiritual half of the year, the introspective half of the year, the magical half of the year. 
And what you want to make sure is you want to make sure that you're doing that kind of guilt-free, that you're not bringing, you know, all your shit into your cave with you. So that while you're trying to work on where do I evolve next, what's my spiritual purpose, all these type of things, you're not actually worrying about, um, oh God, that person still hates me. Or, you know, I feel uncomfortable around that person. Really work on reconciliation. Even if they don't forgive you or even if they don't do their part, at least you can go with a clear conscience. This is where you kind of clean your conscience. Just like the trees are letting go of the leaves and excess of things they don't need, you let go of those things that you're carrying that you don't need to as well. This is a really great time. It's all about simplicity. You notice that I'm talking about letting go. I'm talking about simplifying, grounding, decluttering. This is all base chakra work. So here we work with all our red crystals, bring in red clothing and using oils such as cedarwood, cardamom and vetiver and taking time to stand barefoot on the earth, really ground yourself around Mabon. It's really, really great. If you want to have a bit of a celebratory meal by yourself or with your family or get people together, Traditional foods are grapes, apple, uh, sorry, apples, blackberries, beans, pomegranates, carrot, baked squash, nuts, cornbread, wine, and also preserving foods at this time is a really great tradition as well because you're getting ready for those colder months. So those can be some beautiful things to do if you're in the Southern Hemisphere. But really lean in to that base chakra and the red at this time. Now, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, of course, it will be the Spring Equinox on the 20th of March. This is known as Ostara, and this is when we celebrate the nature being birthed with fertility and new life emerging everywhere now. This is a great time for you to actually stop thinking about things and start doing things. And so, um, you know, any ideas that you've kind of been contemplating and planning, this is when you actually start to bring them into fruition. So again... Take this time to get outside and really observe what's happening around you. You know, we also want to clean the house around this time. Do your spring clean, open up, make sure you're getting all the windows open. Take your crystals outside for a really good cleansing as well. And then get something like eucalyptus or guaiac wood, Spanish sage or frankincense. And spiritually purify your home as well. You know, you want to anoint yourself. This is all about flowers. So grab your favorite floral oils, pop them in the diffuser, um, anoint yourself with them, you know, whether it be jasmine or neroli, rose, blue lotus, magnolia, Roman chamomile, lemongrass and galbanum are also traditional for Ostara as well. So you might want to mix blends with them as well. Um, as you clean out stuff, you know, grid your home with new intentions for the next 12 months. Um, start making phone calls, sending off emails, joining clubs, getting out there. Choose a crystal such as either a clear quartz, a green aventurine, or an emerald. Um, and these are both really, really great for um, you know a desire for the next year. Tie a bit of ribbon around it and hang it from a tree branch. And when the crystal drops to the ground, the seed has been planted, and it's time for your wish to manifest as well. So here we focus on the throat chakra because we're talking, we're putting that action out. Remember we talked about imolk and we're talking about thinking about it in the third eye chakra. Now we bring it down to the throat and actually talk about it. We plant those seeds out there in the world and they're going to come to fruition over the coming months of the year, which is really exciting. So as we work with the throat chakra, what are we working with? All our blue crystals. So our light blue crystals, aquamarine, larimer, angelite, celestite, um, blue lace agate, blue calcite, Blue topaz, aqua aura quartz. These are really great ones to bring in. Also wear blue clothing, um, you know, light blue, not the dark blue. That's working in with the more third eye chakra. 
And then we use mainly all your eucalyptus oils, your cypress oils, and your chamomile oils. And they're really great. And just take some time breathing them in and breathing some fresh air because the respiratory system, of course, is linked to the throat chakra as well. If you want to have that feast, traditional foods of Ostara are eggs, shoots, sprouts, seeds, cacao, edible flowers, and sweet breads. So really lean in and, and kind of dive into um, th- that essence of like either slowing down and settling down if you're in the south or kicking in to action if you're in the north. So the main crystals I've chosen for the north, I've chosen blue lace agate. Just bringing that calmness, still getting into action, but doing it in a gentle way. And bring in Roman chamomile. Roman chamomile works really beautifully with the throat chakra. It helps with communication. It helps with gentleness, being gentle with other people and yourself and with the earth as well. But it's also a golden colored uh, chamomile. So any golden colored oil has a bit of an abundance. So when I'm gentle and go with ease and grace, can I bring abundance into my life? That's what Roman chamomile can actually do for you. So pair that with your blue lace agate. Then if you're in the Southern hemisphere, go with red jasper. Red jasper is a stone that really helps to promote simplicity and finding comfort in simplicity and being grounded in simplicity, which is really important. But it still has a bit of an empowering, it's kind of associated with Mars type of energy as well. So finding power through simplicity. It's not about cutting back so you're in a state of luck. It's cutting back so you have more space to enjoy what you actually want to enjoy and what you want to focus on. And so pair that with clove essential oil. Clove is really great for setting up clear boundaries. It works with the base chakra as well, as we focus on in Mabon, but it really helps us to decide what we want into our lives and what we don't. This is why it's called, as a flower, the flower of the gods, because the clove buds, the flower buds, are about to become fully realized. And how do we become like the gods? We listen to our spiritual mission. How do we make sure we get to be our true, authentic, spiritual selves? We do that by making sure that we have clear obstacles, or not obstacles, boundaries in our life to say, I allow this, but I don't allow that. Thanks, but no thanks. Otherwise, if you try and be everything to everyone, you'll be running around everywhere apart from going down your path. Now, the following day, so we've kind of got Psyche Retrograde on the 18th, Mabonora Ostara, the Equinox on the 20th, and on the 21st, we have our new moon. The new moon is in Aries, and so Aries is all about selfhood, putting yourself first. And this is a really great time to check in and go, what do I want? And we talked about that with the full moon, so this is kind of a real selfful kind of month, making sure you're really nourishing yourself and have what you want in your life in that way. So the new moon is a time to evaluate, am I putting myself as a priority? And this may seem selfish, but I always like to remind people that putting ourselves first is one of the kindest things we can do with the world, because if you put yourself first and you're at your best, then guess what? You give your best to the world. So check in. Have I been looking out for myself? Have I been caring for myself? Have I been, you know, making sure I have my boundaries up? All the lessons that will kind of come up through this month can be then encompassed in this new moon in Aries and really refocused as well. On the new moon, all I say is grab your cup of tea, sit outside and contemplate the questions. And I'll pose these questions on social media and you'll find them elsewhere as well. But just ask, am I looking out? Am I looking after myself? That's really the key question of the new moon. If you have to write that in a diary now or write it on a calendar, 
Am I looking out for myself? Am I looking after myself? Am I being kind to myself? Am I being a good parent to myself? Am I parenting myself satisfactory? These are the type of things we want to lean into. This is why the essential oil I've chosen is cinnamon bark. It's another one of boundaries because it allows us to, where being a bark oil, it's the bark or the protection or the boundary of the tree, it allows you to go, this is what I allow into my life and what I don't. Having good balance between looking out for yourself and looking out for other people. Cinnamon bark helps those that have thin boundaries and get taken advantage of or end up running around for everyone else but also helps to warm those who have become too selfish or too cold-hearted and too detached from other people as well. Remember, cinnamon bark, which must be diluted heavily if used topically, is a great aphrodisiac and really good for kind of you know bringing in that, that warmth. And it's used in aromatherapy for balancing blood sugar, for balancing the amount of sugar or sweetness in your blood. And so it helps to balance the amount of sweetness in your life. It's great for addictions, that type of thing as well. For Aries, I love all of the obsidians. Now, there are so many different types of obsidian. It's just your regular black. Then you've got snowflake obsidian with the little white crystals in it. Mahogany obsidian. I should maybe do a podcast on all the obsidians, actually. That would be fun. Or maybe I already have. <laughs> I've done so many now, I forget what I've done over the last few years. And you've got gold sheen, silver sheen, um, rainbow sheen, um, fire obsidian, um, spiderweb obsidian. I love that. Did a YouTube video on that recently. All these different ones. Really, really great, beautiful you know, obsidians, and they are, of course, volcanic glasses. And so they're about tapping in with your core energy, cutting away things that don't get in the way, and bringing that energy up. And we know after a volcano erupts, it brings fertile ash to the surface. So when we are our true authentic self, when we show our true power, it may cause some rumbles, it may upset some people, there may be some fieriness, but in the long run, there will be fertility. So leaning into cinnamon bark and obsidian is really great on the new moon in Aries as well and kind of contemplating am I looking after myself so that I'm at my best so that's what you can expect for March really you've got the 7th of March that full moon get out there dance under the full moon look after yourself and up level your well-being then it's that 18th to the 21st of March that's a real time that you may want to mark that in your diary you've got three different things psyche retrograde the equinox and the new moon we really may want to kind of you know make sure you're focusing on your spiritual aspects there so enjoy March. I'll be back. You'll hear me before all these kind of things happen as well. And you'll probably, hopefully, hear the birds in the background again. Oh, I'm looking forward to coming back to Australia for a couple of months. Anyway, I'll stop reminiscing. i got to go finish packing. I will talk to you soon. Take care of yourself and take care of others and take care of Mother Earth. Thank you so much for joining me on the Blessed Journey today. I hope what we've explored has helped to ignite a light within you so that you may shine a little bit brighter out in the world. Feel free to subscribe so you get notified of future episodes and I love receiving your five-star reviews and reading your comments. Until the next episode, check me out on social media. Go to adambarillet.com. Find me under Adam Barillet at YouTube and Instagram as well as Crystal Connections with Adam Barillet on Facebook. I look forward to joining you again soon. Blessed be.